0: I'm Kelly,
1: and I'm Courtney, and we are the ladies behind Court and Kelly on Instagram, and the founders of the lifestyle blog Mimosas in
0: Manhattan. And we're back with another episode of So Random with Court and Kelly. And I'm laughing at Courtney because she's doing the weirdest shit with her hands right now. It looks like you're like like a composer for an orchestra.
1: I'm composing the glorious sounds of So Random podcast.
0: <laughs> It's so lovely. Anyway, hi Court. Hi, how are you? I am fantastic. I'm having one hell of a week. I'm being a productivity machine. I'm working my AS off for the weekend.
1: Oh my God. Well, I think it's really exciting because when this podcast goes live, we will finally have announced this huge brand partnership that we had been working on for like the past seven months. I mean, it feels like forever. But Whatever. that we that we did with CoverGirl, which was so exciting and such a fun adventure. So if you guys missed it, we made a huge huge announcement last Friday about um, that we are in all the Walgreens stores on the CoverGirl display for national mm-hmm. BFF day. Cause we are, we
0: are the national BFFs of the world. We are the faces of best friends everywhere, even <laughs> though we're cousins. And if we weren't cousins, I'd kick her ass to the curb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
1: So it was so much fun. And it was something that like, we both always wanted it, yeah. it, the goal that the two of us have always had is to like, have some sort of, pre- I mean, I would have been on a mayonnaise can if it meant that I was going to Walgreens everywhere. But like the fact that we got, you know, a cover girl, which is like a brand that we have used for so long, so long, and we love and we love their team and we love everything that they stand for in terms of like how great they are about diversity and standing up for like LGBTQ. Right, so um, I don't know, it's just very it's very exciting and I yeah. think it's such like a pinch me moment when somebody sends me a picture and they're like, Oh, I'm in like South Dakota. And I saw you at Walgreens. And I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, I know. It's so exciting. And I don't know if I made up this memory because sometimes I do that just to like fit the narrative of my life. But I'm pretty sure one time, like two or three years ago, when we had, we do like our goals meeting with each other in January. And we're like, what would be a brand that you've always wanted to work with? And I remember us saying CoverGirl because I feel like it's, accessible. It's not a totally high price point, which we don't splurge for like high price point things. It's, um, it's like fresh and, I don't know. It just feels like approachable. And I think that's what we've always wanted to feel to like our audience. So it just feels, I don't know. When they reached out, it was I I remember it like it was yesterday that we were like, oh my God, we're gonna be in stores with CoverGirl. And it was just so, so exciting. And also, um, this is like another random story, but this podcast is titled So Random. But one time, one time I was on a diving board. <laughs> Sorry. One time. Ooh, pull it together. One time I was on a diving board when I was 14 and I was showing off because I was a gymnast and like all the hot boys were there. So I was doing a front tuck off the diving board and this boy threw, I won't say his name, this boy threw a ball across the pool and it went smack in my eye and my eye hemorrhaged. And I had to go to the hospital and like blood was internally dripping into my eyeball. Did you ever know this story?
1: No, I'm scared.
0: I know. It's like really scary. I have pictures. And so anyway, I couldn't move my eye for two weeks or else I would go blind in my right eye. So I had to hold, hold, hold up, hold, hold up, whatever. I had to hold up. I had to hold up in a bedroom, like a dark bedroom. we were held up. I, I laid in a dark bedroom for two weeks and watched America's Next Top Model. And that was the time where they always had to do the commercial shoot and do easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. And ever since then, me and my mom, like have always done that to each other. Yeah. That was a really long story.
1: I I used to think like when I was little watching that, like, oh my God, I want to be an America's Next Top Model. So I would just practice. Cause I was like, if you want to be on the show, you have to know how to say that. Yeah. You have to not be like easy, breezy, beautiful.
0: Oh, wow. She's a whisper bitch. <laughs>
1: know. I've always been like, what is it? ASMR?
0: Like no, it's so true. I would practice that too. Cause I'd be like, what if I'm walking around the streets of Alexandria, Virginia and America's next top model is there. And they put a microphone in my face, and I like have to say it. I would always be able to say it. <laughs>
1: Um, so I do have to tell this kind of story about the CoverGirl campaign because a couple of weeks ago, we like knew it was coming out at the beginning of may, but it was really hard because I mean, I worked in product development for three years. So I completely get it. Like I worked for Macy's when we at that time had like 800 stores, every store is different. Yeah. So it's like it was really hard for the CoverGirl team to obviously tell us like, Oh, it's up or it's live because it all depends on like the manager. I mean, if you worked in store, then you know um, about getting like uh, signs up or like signage that changes, whatever. So we had like not seen it. I, I, I hadn't seen it. I was checking the Cincinnati stores and I go on cause they had given us a list of um, all the stores that it was going to be in. And, I see, I filtered down to Indiana. So I'm originally from this like very small town in Indiana called-
0: Very small.
1: Very, very small. Like one, I don't even think there was a stoplight. Like I'm pretty sure it was just a four-way stop.
0: Yeah, but there was a subway there, as in the sandwich shop. And I fuck with a subway sandwich.
1: There was a subway, and that was so important. Like that's where my mom hung out. Like that's where like she hung out with her girlfriends was like at the subway because it was the only thing. It was <laughs> honestly like Shits Creek. So um, anyway, the one there I looked at it, I was like, oh my god, not the Walgreens that's like down. So we the small town, and then there was a hill that led to like a bigger small town essentially called Lawrenceburg and Lawrenceburg Walgreens is on there. And I was like, there is no way that this one has it. So we were going to my dad's house. He still lives in that area and driving with my mom. And we're like, let's just pop it. And so we go in and my mom and I are like searching, searching, and we find it. And I am like in shock that the, the small town Walgreens that I like grew up in had it, but it was on the bottom shelf. So my mom's like, we got to move it. We got to move. It. We got to No. Move it so we like moved this SpongeBob makeup display. I don't even know what it was. We moved it down and then we moved the cover girl, went all the way to the top. And we see this manager like watching us and she's like, oh, are you guys like, looking at the spongebob display because this woman like knew where all the displays were yeah and I'm like, You're like no bitch i'm like oh my god she's gonna catch us we're gonna get kicked out because we're moving all the displays around i'm like so scared and she's like walking over and my mom and i are frozen because we're so <laughs> in trouble for like moving the spongebob display and she's she's like huh like looking she's like wondering she thinks like i think we stole the spongebob display <laughs> <laughs> mom and I are like, Oh no. And so my mom, you know, she's like, that's my daughter. She's like on the cover girl display. So we wanted it to be in this employee. I have never, she was, she was so nice. She was like oh. freaking out. She told me, I mean, like, it was the kind of thing. She's like, I wish I would have known that a model, which we are not models, but I didn't want to have to un- explain Speak the- for yourself, bitch. Well, Kelly is <laughs> 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 I don't wanna explain the whole influencer thing. So she was like, she was like, wait, I need to take your picture and put it on the Facebook, like the Walgreens Lawrenceburg Facebook page. It was so sweet. And she was like, if you want to come back like with your cousin, because Kelly was coming to town for my sister's wedding. She was like, we would love to like set up a booth where you guys sit next to this display and like we have people come in and like meet you guys. Wait, her stop. Grow. It was so sweet. And like the other employee, I mean, it was just... Very like Midwest, like Indiana, how I grew up, like kindest people. And like, it honestly like made my day, like how happy they, they were like more excited than I think, obviously I'm like over the moon looking at it's crazy. But anyway, I just wanted to share that story. Oh my God. That is so cute. It. It so sweet. When she was like, we want to do a booth and like, basically like we, we- should have done it. I know. I know. I was like, oh, we have more time, but
0: that uh, would probably have been our peak is our booth in the Walgreens in Lawrenceburg, Indiana.
1: Oh, our peak. Like, I don't know if we could ever have a moment. That no, was-
0: we don't get higher than that. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is fun because, um, we like pitched this idea to CoverGirl and they were down. So, if you see our display in local Walgreens and also anywhere else that CoverGirl sold, like I know some people saw it in like Kroger and I believe Walmart and different drugstores, if you take a picture of it, tag at Courton Kelly and also CoverGirl on Instagram stories. And we're going to send, I think, like 15 people our favorite Lash Blast last mascara. Yay! And I'm so excited. And I also I wanted to give a shout out too because I think this was like really goes to show that. The blogger sphere and the influencer sphere can be so, so supportive. I think like we always get DMs about like, Oh, especially when we were going to events all the time, like, Oh, how bitchy is everybody? Like are people super clicky. And yeah, we've like had our fair share of like dealing with clicks and like feeling out of place and stuff like that. But for the majority, especially in New York, I think LA is kind of different, but like New York, everybody is so freaking supportive. It's beyond. So, um, we got this opportunity and we had no idea how to price it out because we'd never dealt with like in-store usage rights or anything like that. So we reached out to, um, two influencers who we know who had similar deals in the past. So the gray layers, and then also Cammie Crawford, and we reached out to them. We're like, we have no idea how to price this. And they, immediately responded and they're like, ask this, ask this, 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 this. And I just thought that was so, so nice. And then I also got to reach out to my old boss, Lauren Ludlow, who now works at four. And I was like, she now um, does most of all the influencer marketing for Sephora. And I was like, I'm sure you deal with these usage rights all the time. Like how the fuck do we price this out? Mm -hmm. So it was just so nice that like people were in the influencer space were so excited for us. And like, obviously our best friend, Lexa kind of style, she shot the whole campaign for us. And it was just nice to like, feel so supported with this.
1: I agree. I agree. And um, just kind of piggybacking off of last week's episode, Influencer 101, we like kind of get in more depth about like the ins and outs of the business. So if you guys miss that episode, I highly recommend going back and listening to it because we give a lot more information surrounding this stuff.
0: Oh my gosh, she's a plug girl. She's a, a plug like a girl.
1: Woman.
0: I'm an international businesswoman. She's an international businesswoman. Business. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, this week, wow, that was a really crazy tangent, but you guys can tell we're excited. Okay. So this week, we really wanted to talk about lessons that we have learned in our early 20s. I don't know about you, Court, but I feel like a completely different person at 28 than I did at like 20 to 22. Like sometimes I look back on that and I'm like, who, who, who am I? (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: I mean, yeah, I feel like we were so young and I'm going to get into this, but at that age of like 21 and 22, I didn't know what anxiety was like, that wasn't even like a word in my vocabulary. It's just like, I've changed and evolved so much.
0: You've changed for the better so much that now you have chronic anxiety.
1: (laughs) I've changed the better so much that I have discovered chronic anxiety and that this bitch cannot drink like seven days in a row like I did at Little 500 at Indiana University back in my senior year of college. Like, it's just not a thing. I can't even drink two nights in a row.
0: Yeah, well, your liver is thanking you. Also, that was such a crazy sentence that you took without a breath just now. (sighs) (laughs) Okay, so- Okay. So I first wanted to talk, excuse me. I had to clear the frog out of my throat. I, um, I first wanted to say, like, I think some of this is stuff that I, okay, let me, let me rephrase. I don't think any of this is stuff that I would take back, but I think it just taught us lessons that we can take with us forever. And my first one that I wanted to start out with was fitting the mold is so, so boring. And I have never in my life felt like I've ever tried to be someone that I'm not, except when I joined a sorority. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah. That's wild.
0: So, and I think you had a totally different experience because you found like girls who were like weird and kooky and funny. And, and I found like a great group of friends, but when I look back on pictures, I like dressed so different. I, I felt like I had to keep up with the Joneses. I would like save my money to go buy. Um, I don't know what was cool at the time. Oh, a Michael Kors watch and like a North face and stuff like that. And that's, and like, I, I couldn't afford to do that. You know what I'm saying? And my family didn't spend money like that. And I had to get the Tory Birch sandals because everybody in my sorority had them. And I just look back on that time and I'm like, I don't, who the fuck was I trying to impress? You know?
1: Yeah. Like the gross frat bros at SAE. I've been there to the Virginia Tech SAE house. There was no one to impress.
0: There was, well. A couple. A couple. Well, just because I still- actually the funny thing is I like run into the younger SAE guys in DC and they are so sweet and we always talk about I'm pretty sure I was the last girl ever to get hazed in that basement but that might be for a different time or maybe it's for right now
1: (laughs) I think it's for right now because that was honestly one of the wildest I never I mean some slight hazing that I didn't it wasn't even that big of a deal um when I was in my sorority like we had to do wake-ups which if you don't know what that is, just go to my TikTok. I had to do like five videos on it because people were <laughs> so horrified by it. Um, but anyway, your story is wild with a capital
0: W. A capital W, a capital dub, as George Bush would say. I Okay. So this is what happened. The um, you know girl that I am, I was dating at the time, the president of SAE. <laughs> as, like, she <laughs> as she does. Also talk about peaking <laughs> So, and SAE was like the cool frat on campus, and I was an Alpha Phi at Virginia Tech, which was like I guess the cool. This is so fucking stupid, but whatever. Okay, so I'm dating the president, and I end up becoming an SAE sweetheart, and that just means like you hang out with one fraternity literally all the time, and you're like technically one of the brothers or whatever. Yeah. So, and then you get to wear their letters, which I like. Girl, did I rock those letters? Like my life depended on it. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so in order to become a quote unquote brother, you had to get hazed by the other brother, sisters, other essay sweethearts. I like, don't even know how to describe this. This is like so long ago. This is like almost a decade ago. But, um, so I was studying abroad the semester that all the, all the essay sweethearts in my pledge class got hazed. So when I came back this, the sweethearts had to, this is so complicated. Basically they put me in this nasty ass basement, like disgusting basement, just, just like four slabs of concrete where we partied and thought it was like the hotel Bel Air and the sweethearts hazed me alone. And I was so sick so, 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 so sick that they put a bucket in front of me and hazed me the entire night. Like as I threw up in this bucket, like the bucket was full. Is that, I know it's so gross. And if I, so I would have to go through the composite picture of like fraternity brothers and name their first and last names. And if I forgot one of their last names, then I would have to chug a bottle of, Oh God, what was it? Like aristocrat vodka. Oh
1: no, no.
0: No. So, so messed up. So messed up. And I, it was like 14 girls and then me. And I look back also on that time and like, like, I just can't believe that I put myself through that. Like, it was so bad. Like, I can't believe I didn't. I don't know. I don't know.
1: We're just like, this is so stupid.
0: This is so stupid. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And so it was the end of the night and they're like, okay, now you take off your clothes and run around the drill field. And I was like so wasted at this point that I like started taking off my clothes and running up the stairs. And then like all the fraternity brothers were there. No, I wasn't naked. I like had a bathing suit oh, on. And they were, and like I was trying to run out the door and I was like, You guys gotta move. I gotta run around the drill field. And they're like, no, no, like you're a brother now, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, cool. Like, should I put that on my resume? Like, Yeah, I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with that? I'm like, I'm trying to bounce to New York, you guys. I don't think they care about the SAE at Virginia Tech. (laughs) It's like, sick
1: now. Like, what did I accomplish?
0: Sick. Now what? I throw up in my hair. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure after that, they banned hazing of sweethearts.
1: Well, hopefully, God damn it! Like I
0: know, I know, I know. It's such such a such a crazy time. Anyway, so that was a long-winded story to don't fit the mold.
1: <laughs> yourself. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we've come this far. Um, I'll make my next one like pretty quick. It's more or less just, you know, I think like not that anxiety is a bad thing. I mean, it is. It sucks like so terribly, but I do think that maybe what it taught me was that. We all need to really slow down and are, you know, like get out of the college phase of life and just be ourselves and just slow down and take care of ourselves. Like self-care is important. Self-care club.
0: Yeah. And also I think when you first got to New York, like you never said no. Well, we would never say no, especially when we started getting invited to events. We'd be like, oh my gosh, there's a pop-up pretzel vendor at in Soho we have to go
1: (laughs) we have to go this will
0: change our career this will change our career trajectory
1: (laughs) yeah like we were psychos so um we just never stopped and I just remember the day that it all came crashing down yeah and it was a terrible day like probably one of the worst in my life but which day was it? Like when I was flying back from Las Vegas and like knew I had to go to work the next morning. And it was literally awful. I'd never had a panic attack before. I'd never felt this feeling. But it really, I mean, as terrible as those next weeks posts that were, at least it taught me that like I can't live this like crazy lifestyle. I mean, it was fun while it was happening, but I'm really happy. I'm happier now that I had my nights in and like, I eat healthy and going to the gym every day. Yeah, It's a healthier and happier lifestyle regardless. And obviously we still turn up on the weekends, but
0: um, not to the extent that we used to. No, definitely not. And also we weren't, we used to not be able to like go eat out and afford to go to bars and stuff like that. So when we got to events, we would down champagne, like our life depended on it. And stuff our faces with macaroons I remember the first year of going to events with Courtney and if like I was talking to somebody and I couldn't find her I would immediately go wherever the cheese plate was and she'd be standing she'd be standing at the cheese plate because <laughs> we like couldn't afford to eat out so this was our way to eat out
1: <laughs> and like free drinks like it was like okay glass of champagne glass of champagne Colby cheese cheese scoop. okay go back, talk to somebody, uh, where's the prosciutto.
0: <laughs> and then, uh, that would last till like 11 PM. And then we wake up at 5 AM, go shoot and then go to a full day of work. And then that was just our life.
1: Yeah. So no wonder like everything can crash down, but you know, as, as it does. Um, but anyway, that,
0: that's okay. We live and we learn it's okay to say no. Yeah. Okay so, okay. so my really, really important piece of advice, if you guys get anything from this podcast, It's to never date a guy without a headboard.
1: Oh my god! I thought you were (laughs) going to (laughs) say something. You you said like never date a guy without like I don't know that was weird. Uh, (laughs) So why is that?
0: Okay,
1: so (laughs) I had a headboard. I will admit, he did. I was very impressed.
0: Very impressed. He had a headboard, and I remember that exact bet because every boy. Who graduated from no headboard got that black ikea headboard
1: yeah they all had the same exact bed
0: but also i can't say anything because we all had the same exact white ikea bed frame too in our house
1: four of us in our first apartment all four roommates
0: because it's the only bed that would fit but um okay so i was 21. And again, I couldn't afford anything. So I was like, I'm going to go date older men and maybe they can take me out. So I had one experience with this 41 year old and he was an owner of like a bunch of bars and also was, I don't know, worked at some hedge fund. And I was like, okay, he was hot. We called him silver Fox and 41 now, like doesn't seem old obviously. Cause we're older, but 41 then was like, that's kind of crazy. I was like, ew, does he have children your age? (laughs) Yeah, you definitely said that. So one day he picked me up in Brooklyn in his Audi, brought me to his penthouse overlooking Central Park on the Upper East Side. I was like, okay, I hit the jackpot. All right. I walk into this penthouse. It is freaking nasty. There are dishes in the sink, ties everywhere. Like, it's so gross. I walk into his bedroom, no headboard, no headboard
1: Actress on the floor and not in a chic way. Cause I know no. there's some people that can make that look real cute. Yes. But, no, no, this
0: was no not- it was not hi- his H hi- Y G G E, whatever that word is. Okay. So I was like, okay, this is weird, but I had been drinking and it was like late at night. So I didn't want to go all the way back to Brooklyn. So I spent the night there Yeah, no funny business people. And I wake up the next day. I have bed bugs. No bed bugs. No, my legs had bites all over it. I was like, what is this? And that, and I never saw him again. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna get bed bugs from a 41 year old without a headboard. Like, that's just not gonna happen.
1: <laughs> oh my God. It was gross oh man so that's a big one and then the next thing you knew you were kind of dating the NBA player uh, Mason Plumley for a second remember that
0: that did happen I had to stand on a booth in order to kiss his mouth because he was like eight foot and I am five two
1: that was a moment
0: (laughs) that was a moment he was hot at the time
1: yeah maybe we can get him on the podcast that would be
0: fun yeah
1: like because man buns lost at sea so like maybe we'll get yeah
0: man buns still lost at sea I don't I think that maybe he's officially a goner
1: (laughs) well we'll see um okay so my next one was okay so I think that this is really important because I think when you turn 22 and you're in post-grad your whole life High middle school, high school and college, like you had your group of friends and maybe say there was like one bad apple in that group and you really didn't get along with that person, but you like had to keep the peace and like be friends yeah. with them because it was part of the friend group. And like, I had one distinct person from high school who was like always so negative and was just, like, not a nice girl, but like she was in our friend group. So yeah. I had to constantly like keep the peace. And then um, I think I learned when I was in post-grad, wait, like we're not in a sorority or a high school where we have to see each other every single day or like in the same class that I have to like maintain or have this person like in my orbit, you know, them bringing all this negativity. So I think when I first came to New York, I kind of wanted to like, you know, be friends with everybody. And like always just kind of be cool or like <laughs> just kind of have that same relationship with everyone but yeah. then I slowly started realizing like you know what like I only want to be around people that like make me really happy and her like nice girls Or like I started getting a feeling like after leaving a group of girls in New York. Like I just felt down on myself or like, I felt weird. Like I felt like maybe they were talking about me or they didn't like me or they didn't have like any, any nice things to say about me. And then I was like, why am I like trying to impress people at this age? Like there are so many people that love who I am for who I am. And I want to be with those people or just like make new friends that like really appreciate like my qualities that I bring to the table And that was kind of a hard lesson to learn because it's hard feeling left out or feeling like not included, especially when you're getting older because making adult friends can be so hard, but. Trust me when I say at the end of the day, it's so worth it to get rid of like those toxic people. And if it's dramatic or that person doesn't like you, or they unfollowed you on Instagram because of it, who cares? Like, yeah, yeah, it can sting a little. And like, I've been there where I'm like, oh my God, like I feel like a mean person. But at the end of the day, I'm like, why do I care? Because this person brought no positivity into my life. It was negative.
0: I think that's such a good point because it's really easy To also keep your friends just because you're used to them being your friend. But I think it's like a really good, like, self help thing to do or self care to be like, okay, wait, 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 wait. How do I feel when I'm around this person? Like, how does this person make me feel? Do they make me laugh? Do they make me feel good about myself the way? I I don't know. uh, Do they compliment me? And it's so easy to be like, oh, wait, wait, this person makes me feel like shit when I'm around them. I, I," and you don't have to be like, I no longer want to be your friend, but you can kind of just like phase yourself out of being that person's friend. And I think that's totally fine. And actually like a really important self-care thing to do.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's 100% okay to, choose as we get older who the people that we want to be around and um I do think now like there are girls that I go to dinner with and we have so much fun and maybe we drink a little too much and I don't get that bad feeling in the morning when I wake up like oh my god like They're probably like, okay, if you wake up after a night out of having fun with your friends and your first thought is anxiety about, did I look stupid? And are they making fun of me? Like, no, you need to. Oh, good point. You know what I mean? Like, if you wake up the next morning after a fun night and you just were like laughing with your girls and being crazy and being yourself, like, yeah. and you wake up like, oh my God, that was such a fun night. That's how you're supposed to feel. And I challenge you to think about that because if you're waking up with anxiety about those girls talking about you, then do not. Just don't be around them. And don't, they're clearly getting off on having somebody to pick on. So don't even give them that energy. Yeah, I also think like
0: talking shit about your friends makes you look bad. AKA whoever is the one talking shit is the one who looks bad. Like, I think that's so 15 years ago. Who does that anymore? Yeah, oh, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. So that was such a good one, Courtney. I'm really glad that you brought that up.
1: Thank you, and I think you kind of have your next one is somewhat in the same um, realm, like about friendship.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of said it already, but again, it's like it's just really important that losing friends it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a sign that you're doing something wrong. It can just mean like that you're simply growing and maybe growing out of a friendship and. I think it's totally okay and totally normal to allow yourself to grow out of friendship. And I think that's uh, has to do with boyfriends too. Like, you know, I think if you're together with somebody, especially in your early twenties and you stay together for years, it's such pivotal years that you're still growing and figuring out who you are and not just that, but like, who do you want to be for the next 10, 20 years? So if you kind of survey, The people that you're around whether it's a friend a boyfriend whatever and say okay am I being the person I want to be around them are they allowing me to do that or do I need to kind of give myself space to continue to like grow outside of this relationship
1: yeah I that's a really good point about the boyfriends because I felt like in college when I was dating this guy it was just so clear that we were growing so separately like I mean, given it was like between the ages of like 18 and 22, but those are still those years, like where you're growing and it became so toxic. Yeah. We both disapproved about how the other person was growing and living their life. Like I remember backless tops became like super popular and (laughs) you can't wear a bra, like with a backless top, but like, I love to keep up with the trends and like, whatever. You so do like I wear backless tops and put like band-aids on my boobs instead uh-huh. of wearing a bra, like as, as an 18 year old college student does. Cause they don't want to just buy like sticky boobs and like sure. money. Sure. So, and I remember he used to tell me like, you are such a slut for dressing like that. Because you put
0: band-aids on your boobs, a la Nelly.
1: Yeah. Because he was like, you can see like your nipples. And I was like, okay, well, I'm sorry. Like, I I don't know what to do. Like, I want to wear this top and I don't want to wear a bra. Like that's so ugly, but he would always call me slutty. And like, those words will stick with you for a really long time. And like those, those terms, like, because just not wearing a bra, like, you're, you you got to just, I think, realize in those moments, like if you're growing, then you're growing separately. And the two of you are not aligned on that path. But when I think when I met Kyle, what the huge difference was, difference was, and we dated for, you know, five years before deciding to like take the step of getting engaged was, you know, I met him when I was 22 years old and we got engaged when I was 27. Those five years are huge. And we grew so much together that yeah. I, think I realized like, we can get through anything and we can continue to grow because we really understood each other and like only had that love for each other. And obviously, yeah, there's going to be things that maybe have bothered me about, or you know what I mean? Like, we're not perfect, but like we figured out how to get through,
0: um, like, those moments and so so what you're saying the big takeaway from this is if your boyfriend doesn't let you put band-aids on your nipples then you need to break up
1: yes if your boyfriend <laughs> calls you a slut for putting band-aids because you don't want to wear a bra then you 100 need to kick that well any guy that calls his girlfriend a yeah. slut or slutty is like absolutely terrible and never
0: unless it's in the you know in the well, bedroom
1: I yeah yeah if I can circle back to Kelly's like first one it's Never letting somebody treat or talk to you in those ways. Like do not put up with it. And trust me, if I could go back and take back time, because I think that was only the beginning of like somewhat verbal abuse in that relationship, I 100% would. So. Do not, like, I know it's hard when you're at that young age of, like, being in college to, like, find your footing about, like, who you really are, but you're never going to regret, like, being confident if something feels wrong.
0: That's so, so true. If somebody is saying that to you, walk your fine ass out the door. As Lizza would say, walk your fine ass out the door. I think I kind of hit that. Yeah, you did. Okay. So my final one that I wanted to say is, I I think like a lot of this was about relationships, but also this one definitely applies to Courtney and I so much because we started our business relationship when we were in our early twenties, but it can be with anything with choosing a boyfriend again, with like a best friend, when you're starting a relationship, find someone who complements your weaknesses. I think being aware of what you're bad at is such a superpower and knowing your weaknesses, I think is just as important as knowing your strengths. If that's not a sign soundbite, I don't know what is.
1: I'm impressed.
0: Are you shook?
1: I think I blacked out a little. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm at right now.
0: <laughs> Your eyes kind of glazed over. So I was like, Kelly, let's make this one short.
1: <laughs> I know it's like zoned out. but
0: <laughs> I think we gave some really great words of wisdom. What do you think?
1: Oh my God, we did hundred percent. I loved it. I'm going to keep this one in my back pocket if I ever need to do it out.
0: Okay. I love it. I, before we go, I really quickly just wanted to do like a couple minutes of Bravo because Courtney texted me right before the podcast. And I, um, I, I like briefly saw it and all it said is I love Kathy Hilton. Can you please oh expand?
1: God. Well, every I was just on Instagram and Kelly and I follow like a million Bravo fan accounts. Um, and everybody I I'm in the majority on this one. Kathy Hilton, I never know like what the shit that she's about to say. And that's what makes her fun. And I think she brings this kind of Sonia Morgan-esque lifestyle to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that they don't have because they're all so buttoned up. And then here you have Kathy Hilton chugging martinis, calling it bottoms up. Who's going to bottoms up with me and making everybody chug martinis with her, like taking basically shots. And Sutton is horrified. Sutton is like, Cannot believe her eyes, which I am a Sutton stan, but like in that moment I was like, Sutton, come on, like, let's all chug a martini. But Kathy Hilton is literally epic and she's such a great addition. And then they were playing two truths and a lie. And she literally just said three truths. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen the episode yet. Okay. You have to watch it just because like, and I, and then I was reading this article that was just saying like how excited we are to watch. I mean, I, I get excited when I see Beverly Hills come on. Cause I just love this, this addition and this season they're diving into things so quickly. And I think it's a very big juxtaposition to, um, Roni, but I do think we have different only because I read your notes on this. I do think we have different opinions on New York.
0: Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Wait, before we dive into that, I quickly want to say with Kathy Hilton, she doesn't give a shit about anything like she's famous on her own she doesn't need housewives to be famous which I think is like the biggest juxtaposition between her and Sutton like Sutton needs housewives to be a household name Kathy Hilton doesn't need anything you know and I also think she like doesn't really realize that she's on a reality show and doesn't know that she's on social media because if you guys haven't seen this yet you have to it's the funniest thing in the entire world when she's commenting on people's posts she thinks she's texting them so she'll she'll comment on kyle richards post and be like hey kyle i just left you a voicemail do you still want to get together at 3 p.m at the ivy and she like thinks that she's texting kyle but she's actually leaving a comment on her instagram which is so epic
1: i mean she's she is the most genuinely herself like just lays it all out there and it is fun to watch like okay fresh air
0: so I need you to lay it all out there with Roni. Mention it all. What do you mean we have different opinions? Okay.
1: Cause you are team Heather, but I am team Leah, but this <gasps> is one. nobody else. In my opinion, is tra- trying to at least drive somewhat of a storyline given. I do think Leah is trying. It's too hard mentioning it. It's like why are you like so wrapped up? But I'm kind of giving her a bit of a pass because I do think she's in a very dark place right now. And like, she's just trying. And I did see her say something online about how, she was like so sad during that Hamden trip because of her grandma and all she wanted to do was leave to go like be with her, but they physically wouldn't let her. And that's because they only have five housewives. Oh. She said that she was like, I can't leave and I can't do anything because there's only five of us, which is just another reason why like yeah. so ridiculous that they, that was the huge problem of last season and they didn't hire more girls. Like it's so bizarre to me because it's clear that they need more bodies.
0: Yeah. They just need more bodies. You're, you're right. I appreciate Leah for trying to produce and try to start a storyline, but like, that's what I was getting mad about Heather Halla Thompson because I wanted her to come into the season and and Leah's making her not want to be a part of the group.
1: I didn't like her feeling singled out. That made me sad.
0: Yeah. And uh, like you said, we just need more bodies. So at least give her a night to be like, Oh, let's be friends. And then don't attack her right away because then maybe she'd want to stay because Heather left. She was like, fuck, no, I'm not dealing with this. Like I-, I don't need this. So she apparently left filming.
1: Yeah. Which I understand because it like, I would feel the same way, but I'm curious because so many people are team Heather. Like I'm definitely on the outskirts with, with my opinion, is she's now regretting that she didn't like stay mm. and try to like because clearly people are like Leah's the second season to second purse yeah. and like everybody used to be very like pro her and now like aren't so I'm just curious if now Heather's like I should have just like kept it going sucked it up sucked sucked it up because I knew the fans were gonna be on my side.
0: Hey mama
1: hey mama
0: <laughs> okay well I think we did it. Uh, We both thought that this was going to be a short podcast, but whenever Courtney and I get a microphone in front of our face, we just love to hear ourselves talk. So (laughs) here we are. So here we are. Right before we got on, Courtney was like, I'm so tired. Everything makes me tired. And I just saw a little spark in your eye for the past 45 minutes.
1: I know. We had so much fun. Um, But you know what? We are going to sign off and. For now, until next week, I really <laughs> jumped into that because I just realized I have to like pack and do a million things. But anyway, we hope you guys had a happy Memorial Day weekend. We are going into Memorial Day. Re- re- whatever. You guys get what I'm
0: saying. You get what we were saying. So rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. This was so much fun. We can't wait for next week. And we love it. you all. Follow us on Court and & Kelly and at So Random Podcast, And don't forget... To do the CoverGirl contest. You can see it on our latest CoverGirl post in our Instagram on Courtney Kelly. So check it out and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.